Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is migraines. If you've ever had a headache, you know how painful it can be. Sometimes it can be downright debilitating. Migraines are an extreme form of headaches that can severely impact a person's life. How are they different than regular headaches? What can be done to treat them? Are they preventable? Migraines are a type of headache that is usually on one side of the head and causes severe throbbing or pulsing sensation. Often the pain is so intense it interferes with daily activities. The cause of migraines isn't understood but thought to be related to genetics and environmental factors. Changes in how the brain stem interacts with the trigeminal nerve or imbalances in brain chemicals might also play a role. Many things can trigger a migraine to occur, such as alcohol, caffeine, stress, loud sounds, bright or flashing lights, too much or too little sleep, intense physical exertion, changes in barometric pressure, certain foods such as aged cheeses, salty or processed foods, food additives like MSG or aspartame, some medications like nitroglycerin, and hormonal changes such as fluctuations in estrogen for women. Women are three times as likely to suffer from migraines than men. How often migraines occur depends on the person. Some individuals have them rarely. Others get them several times a month. While migraines can begin at any age, they typically start during adolescence and peak during your 30s, before gradually becoming less severe and frequent. There are four stages of migraines, prodrome, aura, attack, and postrome. Not everyone who has migraines experiences all four stages. Prodrome starts one to two days before and are subtle changes that indicate a migraine is coming, like constipation, mood changes, which can range from depression to euphoria, food cravings, neck stiffness, increased urination, fluid retention, and frequent yawning. Auras can happen before or during migraines, with symptoms beginning gradually and building up over several minutes. This stage can last up to 60 minutes. Symptoms include visual phenomena, such as seeing various shapes, bright spots, or flashes of light, vision loss, pins and needles sensation in an arm or leg, weakness or numbness in the face or one side of the body, and difficulty speaking. The attack phase lasts somewhere between 4 to 72 hours 
depending on if the migraine is treated. Symptoms during this phase are pain, usually on one side of your head, but often on both sides, pain that throbs or pulses, sensitivity to light, sound, and sometimes smell and touch, and nausea and vomiting. Postrome is after an attack is over, and during this stage you'll feel drained, confused, or washed out. Some individuals report feeling elated, however. It's possible to have a brief return of the pain during the postrome stage if you move your head suddenly. This stage lasts about a day. Migraine treatment focuses on stopping symptoms. Pain-relieving medications are taken during an attack to suppress symptoms. They work best when taken at the first sign of an oncoming migraine. Over-the-counter options include aspirin, ibuprofen, or combination medications that have caffeine, aspirin, and acetaminophen in a single pill. Prescription medications like sumatriptan or rizotriptan block the brain's pain pathways and come in pill, shot, or nasal spray form. Dihydroergotamine is used for migraines that tend to last longer than 24 hours. Lasmididitan is a new tablet approved for treating migraines that have or don't have auras. Erbrogopant is approved to treat acute migraines that occur with or without auras in adults. For people who can't take other migraine medications, narcotic opioid medications might help. Obviously, they're highly addictive, so they are usually only used if no other treatments are effective. If your migraine is accompanied by nausea and vomiting, medicines such as chlorpromazine, metoclopramide, or prochlorpyrazine may help. If you take painkillers too often, it can trigger serious medication overuse headaches. These happen when medications stop relieving pain and begin causing headaches. You then use more pain medicine, which continues this cycle. They seem to be more common with the aspirin, acetaminophen, and caffeine combination medications. However, they can occur if you take aspirin or ibuprofen for more than 14 days in a month, or any of the triptan medicines for more than 9 days in a month. Besides taking medication, when you feel a migraine coming, there are other things that you can do to lessen your discomfort. The first step is to go to a quiet, darkened room. Try closing your eyes and resting or taking a nap. It can be helpful to place a cool cloth or an ice pack wrapped in a towel or cloth on your forehead. It's also essential to drink lots of water. And it's a good idea to keep a headache diary. You want to record your symptoms, what you're doing when a migraine starts, and what treatments you've tried. This will help you determine what triggers your migraines and what treatment is most effective. Preventative medicines are taken daily to reduce the severity or frequency of migraines. There are many options. Blood pressure-lowering medications, including beta blockers like propranolol or metoprolol tartate, or calcium channel blockers like verapamil, can help prevent migraines with an aura. 
Tricyclic antidepressants like amitriptyline are also used, but due to their side effects, other antidepressants might be prescribed instead. Anti-seizure drugs such as valproate or topramate might help if you have less frequent migraines. Botox injections about every 12 weeks help prevent migraines in some adults. CGRP monoclonal antibodies are newer drugs approved by the Food and Drug Administration, or the FDA, to prevent migraines and are given monthly or quarterly by injection. You can also make lifestyle changes that might help reduce your migraines. To help reduce stress, learn relaxation techniques such as biofeedback. It's vital to develop a sleeping and eating routine. You want to set and follow a consistent sleep and wake schedule every day. Also, try to eat meals at the same time. Make sure you're hydrated by drinking plenty of water. Another critical component is getting regular aerobic exercise because it reduces tension. Just be sure to warm up slowly since sudden intense exercise can cause headaches. No one wants to have to deal with migraines. Fortunately, if you suffer from them, there are many ways to manage your condition so you can get back to living your life. If you have any questions or concerns about migraines, please speak with your doctor. If you'd like more information, please visit Medline Plus's Migraine page. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.